0: And they're off. It is uh, Thursday, climbing
1: towards uh, week's end. How you doing, son?
0: I'm living the dream. It's 7.58. We go live for another Noodleberg Daily Huddle. Had a fantastic day yesterday. Shout out to Joy Linsky and Jacqueline Morris for just a great visit at Sith & Co. It was their first time there, so got to introduce them to the great coffee shop. And uh, just steady at it in the month of January. I did have a question, yes. I don't get invited to Sith ever. <laughs> like, what's going you on? have your coffee shop. What do you mean? Like, I see you every day. If you want to go to Sith, you can go to Sith. <laughs> That's very
1: nice, man. Very, very cool. Uh, yesterday for me was like one of those, like Monday, a bunch of people canceled, they had all of this, you know, craziness going on with, uh, you know, celebrating the holiday and kids were home and whatever. And uh, so yesterday was packed for me. And I like that, man, bang. All day long, we were, you know, getting to it, still completely amazed by uh, Bill Bonbreast. We worked with him and his team in the afternoon and he's in it. I mean, he's in it. he told stories about how he used to go call and how fast we got him to somebody that. Uh, was at the in the LVMH world which is Louis Vuitton and it's all high uh, brands and I said throw out anybody you want a prospect and I'll do it and I'll show you the magic and wouldn't you know we are 1 degree away from the executive assistant to the whole floor and one so there were 15 connections who was one of those connections Mr. Jim Barrett
0: <laughs> oh wow <laughs>
1: That's awesome. you can do that, man. So, Good morning, Troy. Troy is with San Bernardo Ice Cream, the makers of No Bull. No Bull. No Bull, man. We love blueberry. <laughs> I love our that. Favorite, our favorite ice cream. Welcome aboard. Good to see you. So lots of fun stuff going on today. Um, today is Dan Nelson's birthday. So I say we give Dan some, he's a huddler from way back. Let's give him some music, like happy birthday music. Let's go.
0: Happy birthday to you. Yeah. Oh we want to celebrate. It's your birthday, your birthday. And this is a song that we dedicate. Happy birthday. This is for you. To you, Mr. Dan Nelson. Happy birthday. Oh, man, I
1: know you, I know you know how to celebrate the winds, and so uh, another day on earth for
0: you. You got it, man. Dorcas, we missed you too. Thanks for being here this morning. Glad to have you back. And I also, also think, here's what I'm breakfast. suggesting: Dorcas has to use
1: FedEx and get us a breakfast. She needs <laughs> to have us. She needs to cater the huddle one time. You know, so you talk about huddler in the height seat in the That hotel.
0: would be cool. She's cool. got to eat be some, catering. some breakfast on the huddle from Dorcas. That would be a cool. That would be. Yeah, awesome. like we got a great show. We got great headlines.
1: The uh, the headlines always give us great topics to talk about. Some crazy shit going on in the world. Shay, wake us up. All right, we are on the air. We are live. We are ready to roll. Um just some housekeeping. Tomorrow is another edition of Hudler in the Hot Seat. We have Mr. Yeah. Scott McGregor joining us. And for anybody who's a regular, I'm talking to all of you, Coach Mike, Leslie Gusky, you know, anybody, get on the list. The list is filling up. I know Dave Stavali's on the list. I know We have an
0: opening. We have an opening for next Friday. So we do. Well,
1: I'm going to pick somebody for sure. So do it,
0: on the list already. She will kick off February for us.
1: I think uh, Laura Kudzneski needs to jump into that next week's uh, get a female perspective. She's uh, she's get on the ball. She's on the ball. She's
0: all of uh, all of the stuff. Lori's got and, a uh, great story. I know she's told tremendous. her story before. She came in. She came in hot one day. She yeah. just out of nowhere joined the huddle. Right. on just on a whim but her story is great you know the the peanut brittle and how she's helped her the meatballs you know, baby meatballs. And the meatballs yeah it's great stuff
1: so Shay let's jump in to huddle headlines All right I love that music. So lots of crazy stuff going on. Yesterday, the world's oldest woman passed away. Does anybody know? Well, (laughs) okay, there's that. Sister Andre, Sister Andre,
0: 118 years old. That is unbelievable. Can you imagine 118?
1: You know, it's just it's just fascinating to me to to think of what that woman has seen in her lifetime.
0: She throw that back up. She lived through both world wars, right? Two world wars, 1918, the flu pandemic, survived COVID, and was said to enjoy a daily dose of wine and chocolate. So I, I would, you know, missed opportunity to be able to get some of her secrets on how she made it to 118. But if she was a nun, you can bet your ass that one of the things that got her to 118 was a daily discipline. A, yeah, a daily discipline and obviously a focus on God, but her yeah. daily discipline was that her commitment to praying and her commitment to taking care of herself spiritually every day. I love that. So, so for me, success leaves clues. I'm with you, man. Wine and chocolate
1: till she's 118. <laughs> oh, a yeah. Daily dose. I like I it. Mean, okay. <laughs> Number two headline um, for all you people who are caught up in this oh, it's a recession and I'm gonna be careful and it's risky and it's uncertain. We go back to, it's never certain, okay? But the CEOs just got tested, 313 got quizzed on oh, uh, January 10th. And this is what they said. Business conditions for the 12 months from now will improve. There's optimism. Okay. And I think optimism is, not, you know, nothing better. You know, just- Yeah, absolutely.
0: I mean, when you look at that chart of of the forecast of business conditions for what they were, and in January of twenty two it was a seven and then we ended the year coming back close to that seven, and you see the rise and the climb for what people uh, are expecting. I think it's great. You know, you can pay attention to the headlines of Microsoft laying off ten thousand employees. The reality of that is is it's not necessarily an indication of what's coming it's more of an indication of what happened right i think when you look at a lot of technology companies they overhired very very you know aggressively during that time and now they're coming back to a reality and going okay we've got way too much overhead we've got way too much people capital for what needs to be done and there's a balancing that's coming back
1: love it love it love it love it Uh, I think Les hit it on the spot, man. The Nun had some serious DMOs going on. No
0: doubt. I would love to see her list of DMOs. Incredible. Incredible. So sticking with this theme
1: of, you know, this good news, uh, for those of you who have never been to an In-N-Out, my condolences to you because it is (laughs) – Earth-shattering. Religious religious
0: experience experience coming off of
1: (laughs) the And so give me the headline. After 75 years, they made a controversial announcement, and that is they are coming east.
0: They will open up a, a location in Franklin, Tennessee. So they put a headquarters in Tennessee, and now they're going to start populating the state of Tennessee, which, I mean, nothing against the state of Tennessee, but I'd love to know, like, of all the places you're gonna go open on the East Coast or on in, on the East side of the United States, how did they land in Tennessee? Is like the final decision, the first so, place know, it's to go experiment. An interesting thing to unpack. But if you
1: read the article, you know when they made the announcement, they are fiercely opposed to change. It hasn't had a menu item change since
0: 2018. It's like, yeah, and, and the only for that a was
1: here. This is a lesson here. Here's what we do. We do it better than anybody. That's it. You know, Which we're is, not, yeah. not serving you breakfast, we're not serving you chicken. Here's what we do, man. Yeah, do it And and it's all not frozen, you know, so it's, it's fascinating. Um, but here's another takeaway from that that I really love. Um, first of all, they have a female president, you know, CEO, love that, you know, so there's more and more people occupying that seat. And she said, if you put us in every state, It takes away the luster. Like I love going to Vegas. One of the things in Vegas is they're open twenty four hours. Yeah,
0: if you go to if you go to California or any of the neighboring states to California, you have the opportunity to get into an In and Out, which creates exclusivity, which creates novelty, which creates you know it's not McDonald's, which you can get absolutely everywhere, and around the corner from each other. But so so I think what Chick-fil-A has been able to do is keep some of that exclusivity by staying closed on Sundays. And I think if you stay selective and you can be everywhere, but you, you know, you got to choose how you're going to be everywhere, which I think, you know, as they continue to scale, I would imagine they'll be successful because if I had the option. Here's
1: what they say. The interesting lesson here is that there is a balance between exclusivity and meeting your customer needs. Right. For me, I instantly thought about the virtual platform. We are right. meeting our customers where they want to be. Yep. You know, we're staying exclusive to the one-on-one coaching. We're not abandoning that. That is the core of our business, and we do it well. But we are offering something to meet our customers where there are where they are. So um, maybe we can do a deal with In and Out and have uh, you know some <laughs> special distribution. <laughs> I would love that. I would All love right. That. More in the news. Shay. show me the rising cost of eggs. Egg prices have soared 60% in a year. Demand for eggs has risen. Production in the U.S. has slumped. Do you know
0: why? why well, I know that people are using eggs as a protein substitute. So there are people who eat less meat or less chicken. So sure. I know the demand for eggs went up because people were using that as their protein source, why chickens are producing less eggs or struggling to keep up with the demand, I have no idea.
1: I'm going to tell you. You did not know this. This is why you want to come to the huddle. Um, There's an ongoing bird flu. Look at Jonathan Aaron. Killed nearly 58 million chickens. Jonathan Aarons knew about the bird flu. (laughs) For those of you who watch Yellowstone, you know, there was a disease that affected the, the, the herd. When the herd is affected, one, they all got to go. So there was a lot of birds that were destroyed.
0: Shout out, Shout out to the huddlers paying attention to the news. Jonathan Aaron's, Melissa Graves, Lubaco, like all, under, all knew that bird flu was the answer to that question of why their chicken supply was not able to match demand.
1: Now, in the article, which is why I love doing all this research, because I'm just diving every day, doing what James Clear talks about, being the hawk and pulling this stuff out. There's some people talking about building a like a, a coop
0: in their backyard and like yeah,
1: chickens lay eggs in their house, man. I'm like, what?
0: Right. <laughs> You know, so. I, um, I, I mean, I don't know if you have like a, a brand loyalty to any kind of eggs. Like, you know, um, some people say, you know, buy local, buy from the farmer's market, whatever. I buy the Vital Farms, the pasture raised Vital Farms eggs. Those are the ones we always need or those are the ones we always want. And those are usually in very high demand. So like I never pass on the opportunity to grab a dozen eggs. Because I know if they're in stock, I got to grab them while they're in stock because they might not always be.
1: We, we eat eggs regularly. We eat egg whites. I mean, so it's a big part of our diet. But um, in the, you know, going with you got to try everything. Here's our today's motivational music from a movie in 2016. Incredible. I, first time I heard it. First of all, the music's great, Shakira's was that amazing. that Sing? What was that from? What movie is that? The movie Zootopia, like oh, from nice. 2016, an animated movie. I'm like, I never even saw that, heard of it. But there was a, you know, I love listening to the words, birds fly, they fall down, they get up. You yeah. know, nobody learns anything without getting it wrong. You know, the words in that song are just so powerful. Get up and try everything. See what works for you. So clearly I was uh, high on uh, all of the-,
0: the I love the- it. Great yeah. words, great motivation. I love it. And, you know, music mo- Music moves, baby. I love that.
1: So going along the line of motivation and food and all of this stuff, do you know what the 70-20 rule is? I Sorry. 70 I got that wrong. Hang on one second. The 72-104 rule.
0: I do know what that rule is. Okay. What is it? That is the ounces of water that you should consume based on your gender.
1: Drop the mic, man. <laughs> tell me
0: more. <laughs> then tell me more. How do, how do you think I wrote the meal plan for you? Like I did my research. Uh, so, I, and, and I've come like, so, so they there I think there was a study that was about longevity of life. And one of the things that significantly decreases the risk for heart disease and diabetes and all of the things that are like major killers also helps extend your life. And the, the life expectancy is your hydration level because the more something about the sodium levels in your body, that the higher the sodium levels are on your body, the more likely you are to increase disease. So people with extremely
1: high levels of serum sodium, which you get from being dehydrated, had a 50% higher risk of being biologically older and 20, 21% higher risk of dying early.
0: That's what it like. is. It ages you faster. The higher the sodium levels in your body, the faster you age internally as opposed to what your actual chronological age is.
1: So, you know, they said, you know, it's hard to, you know, count things and metrics. Oh, yeah.
0: Thirty-two
1: yeah. hours, yeah. <laughs> plus my sixteen in the morning. It's pretty fucking simple. If you ask me, man.
0: I'm like, yeah, I don't I know. Mean, you you know.
1: So, so, I do feel the difference being hydrated. I do this there's, there's just some, you know, whether it's yeah. mental placebo, whatever, it helps you know, not or
0: placebo, I, it helps you sleep better, it helps you have better clarity, it helps you feel better, it helps your joint function. So I, I think like the recommended and, and Paula put it in there is half your body weight in ounces. And that's like if you're like not active. So for me, like I say I gotta get a minimum of a hundred ounces of water in a day. Which would be more than half my body weight, and I'm shooting to get to 120. I have a 32 ounce bottle, so if I can hit that four times a day, which I usually have one done before eight o'clock, I try to have two done before noon, and so I can usually get to four by the time I go to bed. Um, but that's the goal, you know. And I think you know that the water and protein intake for me are things that I was. Oh I've always been aware of but I really didn't understand the impact of what it does and how it changes the way you feel. I apologize. <laughs> <Hold on. laughs>
1: like, he's going to tell me that tequila is you know has a water base. Which right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Putting my
1: water through tequila so I love that. And I love that's part of the new diet or you know meal plan that I'm on is drinking this water and I really don't think it's that hard. I drink a 16 ounce when I wake up It's the first thing I do hydrate before anything else. And then three of these bad boys and you know, I've been doing it. The only problem is I can't be away from a bathroom for more than 30
0: minutes. (laughs) It does require you to have access to a bathroom, but Joanne says, you know, kiss, keep it simple. That to me is the, the, you know, like I set a goal for myself through my, through my diet. And it was the three very simple pillars to the diet drink over a hundred ounces of water, get over 150 grams of protein and don't have any kind of processed carbs, whether that be bread or pasta outside of workout windows. So for me, those are the three, those are the three guidelines that are my non-negotiables when it comes to the diet and it's working. I've lost five pounds in six weeks. My body fat percentage has come down 2%. My muscle index has gone up. So it's working. I think that's been the big change for me
1: is that You know, like I was on a a coaching call yesterday with Nancy Stelway. First thing she said, she goes, wow, your face got thin. You know, I'm not eating all the garbage. I'm not holding all that sodium. I'm cleaning and flushing. And so great stuff. Two more headlines that I think are relevant. Number one is Tesla has a problem bigger than Elon Musk. Mark, do you know what
0: the problem is? I'm their problem. What's the problem? I went from a two-car household to a one-car household. Incredible! <laughs> I Incredible am the problem. Quote, you are the problem.
1: Younger people um, have decided it's not so cool to own a car. You know, they don't need to own a car. They've used um, sharing. They've used obviously Uber and Lyft. They've used public shares. Yeah.
0: The coffee shop is walking distance for me. So at worst, I could walk to where I needed to get to. I can always Uber. You know, so now Gabby and I share a vehicle just because it's we, we tested it. We were like, do we really need the second car? And so now we've been operating without the second car for, I don't know, five months now and we don't need it. So like, you know, that, that's a problem for vehicle manufacturers as a whole is the further away we get from it being something that you have to do, like buy a house buy a car before you know the staple of being an adult farther away from that we get the How
1: about this stat. 25% of gen wires which I think is Jake's group do not have a driver's license and 30% of 19 year olds are not licensed to drive
0: like yeah. for me like- I, have, I, I don't I have no idea what it would be like to be like 14 and growing up with Uber And knowing that you could just get a ride anywhere you needed to go, whenever you needed to go. Like, I was landlocked as a kid. If I didn't have my parents to get me to where I needed to go and I couldn't ride my bike there, I was stuck. And so now to be a young teenager and be able to get around so easily changes your mindset on needing a a, a license and needing a car and, and the freedom that comes along with that. So the changing of the times. Now I don't drive all that much, but when I do, <laughs> I like to drive an <laughs> X.
1: But my generation ain't
0: changing so fast. So yeah, you know. you're, you're you're their fucking target market. <laughs> it. <It's> just,
1: <laughs> keep on He giving me what I want. Way <laughs> <So, laughs> through the ass to get it. <laughs> you know, it's, it's I love ridiculous. it. It's actually ridiculous. The housing, the the price of housing and automobiles and you talk to people who live in metro areas and they're like i'm not buying shit and i'm not getting a car for sure so crazy headlines great conversation as always thanks for the audience participation do not miss tomorrow bring your friends tell them to tune in tomorrow because mcgregor is one of those guys you definitely want
0: to spend the morning with let's go let's get down to business
1: please
0: don't worry about
1: me I'm about to let my heart speak. My friends keep telling me to leave this. So let's get down, let's get down to business. Let's get down, let's get down to business. Give you one more